0: Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, the podcast which gives you keys to claiming your personal power. For more than a decade now, I've studied the king, warrior, magician, lover archetypes. And in this time of great turmoil, I will reveal their secrets. My name is Ivan Fikenskav Schellum, founder of Men's Initiation, Reclaim Your Inner Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Hi there, friends. It's Ivan here. I'm walking through the snow. It's been snowing a little bit the last couple of days. We even had a bit of a snowstorm in the middle of the week. Several days of really intense wind, and it was an intense couple of days. And now I'm just uh, leaving my home. We just had our cleaning ladies. Too sweet Eastern European women that uh, very gracefully help us keep our home clean. They just left. Always nice to have a super clean home. And uh, it's been an intense couple of days in the world, hasn't it? And uh, we're going to be talking about that today in this episode that I've chosen to call Apocalypse. And uh, we will be uh, heading into that material understanding of the Word. I don't currently remember if I covered this much on this podcast in the past. I think we've talked about it briefly. But it's, uh, yeah, we're right in the middle of it. And you don't necessarily need to think of it in a biblical way, although you might. The word means revelation. So I'm climbing up the hill that I've climbed up so many times and it won't be many more times on this podcast that I will do that. Because as you may have heard, I'm going to wrap it up and start having more conversations, do more things on YouTube as long as I can at least. Maybe I'll have to migrate to some other more pro-free speech platforms as well. I do feel a bit of melancholy because I'm currently staring at three deer. One of them is a stag looking straight at me as he's protecting the two ladies. And uh, I won't be having these experiences for much longer of talking to you around my home and area here in, in Sweden. Well let's get started with the topic at hand, so if you are ready, let's dive in. I'm guessing that I don't need to tell you about what has been happening in Ukraine over the last several days. It was intense to wake up to those news the other day. I also have some uh, investments that had just tanked overnight, which was also not so fun. But I think we're all in the same boat with this. We're all feeling the escalation of another crisis. It is a peculiar thing. Don't you find that just as the COVID pandemic starts to ease up, we get another crisis like clockwork. Almost as if it is by design. But hey, what do I know? Though I think that you will agree that 2022 has indeed already delivered on the uh, predictions that we made over the last several months. Had this been the end of the year, it would have already been a crazy year. But we're just getting started. And um, yeah, there's going to be war in Ukraine now, or there is a war in Ukraine. But as this is the year of revelation, we're just getting going. I don't know how far this is going to go, but this war is not going to be the end of it. I'm sure of that. So let's leave any um, more predictions towards the end of this episode, but for now let's just explore what the hell is going on. As far as I can tell, we're at the end of an era, an epoch. This has been described astrologically by Native Americans, by hippies, and we've all been expecting some new golden age. You may know it as the age of Aquarius or something else. I am not much of an astrologer. But this has been a running theme throughout my life that something is changing. And now we're in the middle of it. And obviously change is never easy because it requires that we let go of identity. And in the various chapters of my life, there was always something that I had to see some habit or some part of my past. I had to be confronted somehow with my demons. And uh, that is the process of revelation. And that is the true meaning of the word apocalypse. Now we live in a time of lies, and I think you see that by now. I think you see that by now. I think we've all seen that by now, that the level of disinformation that is being peddled by our politicians, institutions, media houses, is absolutely staggering. And more and more people are starting to notice. But of course, until there's a critical mass, things will... (laughs) go on as usual, quote-unquote. And I think when you see the narrative around Ukraine right now, you will notice something very interesting. At least I have. And that is that most people that I know are by default placing themselves in some kind of role of being on the side of the good. So we're supporting Ukraine and the citizens of Ukraine. We all are. We're praying for them. But on top of that tends to be a layer of Western supremacism where we just assume that because we are from the West then we are the good guys. Interestingly, this is even true for progressives that have a tendency of looking at the West as the bad guys. But all of a sudden, we are by default the good guys. I'm not so willing to buy that without investigation personally. And when I'm looking at what is happening, the fog of war is dense over Ukraine. But it does seem like things are hardly what they are being presented as being. And just like the pandemic started out with confusion and then a unified front against the virus, we all felt like we stood together and gradually the narrative started breaking apart. I can see the beginning stages of that as well. And so there's a lot of people that even though they've been through two years of pandemic bullshit, they haven't yet seen what they need to see. That is to say that unquestioningly, a lot of people are buying the narrative that is being presented. Even though it is very clear, I think, if you do a little bit of an investigation... If you review media from different countries, from both sides of the conflict, if you read CNN and RT, for instance, you will notice that Western media uses big sensational type, shocking imagery, and they are ramping up the emotion. They are war profiteers. They are wanting you to become hot with passion with rage, with hate, so that they can make more money. Again, we are being divided, and again, there is an expectation to follow a certain narrative. Yet we are in a time of revelation, and I don't quite know what we are about to see over these next months. But we are going to see something about the West that most of us, do not wish to see. Apocalypse, of course, is a biblical term. It is associated with some sort of end-time scenario. And it is an end-time scenario, but not for the world per se, but for a particular paradigm, a particular identity. And the Bible, you know, it is a metaphorical scripture, it is an archetypal scripture and when we are in such strange times as these when the mythical is converging with the literal or the ordinary, the secular, then it seems like so many of these narratives actually take some kind of form in our lives. So when you're going through an apocalypse in your life, culturally or individually, it isn't gonna be fun. It isn't gonna be fun. But let's cover some principles after the break of how we can be with ourselves in the best kind of way, how we can be with each other during times such as these to bring back some light in this very dark time. I'll speak to you after the break. This is just a quick message to let you know that I have started producing videos again on the Reclaim Your Inner Throne YouTube channel. So if you can't get enough of archetypal insights, perspectives on men and masculinity, as well as current world events, then go to YouTube, search for Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and you will find more insights and inspirations that I think you will enjoy. Welcome back, I'm walking further along the woods here, and the, oh, wow, there's a hare running across the snow, I don't see them so often around here, it's just, just running fast over the hill here, beautiful, I love the nature around here, I'm so blessed, so blessed. Yeah, well, you're still with me and we're going to be speaking about how to be with Revelation, how to be with Apocalypse. And this is kind of a master class. This is some black belt shit. It's not easy. It's easy to talk about, but it's hard to do. Because the process of losing an identity feels like dying. The process of losing an identity is what we call initiation. Meaning that at its best, when we do it right, when we take advantage of what is being presented to us, apocalypse is an initiation. But you will have to make a choice when you are in an apocalypse. And the choice you have to make is, are you going to surrender your identity in order to be invited into the new world that is taking form on the other side of what is being revealed? Like on the other side of all of the lies and all of the demons coming out of the closet, all of the skeletons falling out, all of the garbage and gunk being revealed. There's going to be something new that is possible once we realize the depth of depravity that has been surrounding us. But in order to allow that to happen and to be part of building that world, we need to surrender our attachment to the existing world. We need to cease to be so identified with our personal and cultural identities. The alternative, obviously, should be clear, is that we do not surrender our identities. And we are looking at what is happening right now, like in Ukraine, or with the pandemic, or whatever else is going to happen. China is probably going to take Taiwan pretty soon. US probably isn't going to do anything. And US is probably going to lose its hegemony as a superpower. And that is going to be intense for many. I'm not sure it's going to happen exactly like that, but I'm pretty sure. So we'll see. And uh, if I am attached to a particular cultural identity, then I'm going to go down with a ship. You see, I'm going to go down with a ship. It should be kind of obvious that the world that is being revealed is completely different. Possibly the exact inversion of the world that I thought that I lived in, then how the hell am I going to be able to live in that world without changing individually? That means that if I'm not willing to change, I will go down with a ship. And yes, that may mean physical death. See our souls incarnated on this earth for a particular purpose. Some of us came to be movers and shakers, to be awake and aware during this transition so that we can be beacons for other people who are lost in the dark. Some of you are only now starting to wake up to that. You're starting to see, and you're kind of creeped out by what is happening, by what you are going through, the transformation. But you're starting to wake up to it. And it is an honor. To be in that place. It is an honor and a blessing and a privilege, even though it's hard. So congratulations, it is a great privilege to be made responsible for lighting up the dark. It is a beautiful thing. And yes, it may be hard, but it is a beautiful thing. And, you know, I don't particularly enjoy talking about things in this way because it can sound like I'm setting up like a polarity here where there you have the awake people and the non-awake people. But it's not like this. Because the people who have incarnated, um, shall we say, to be in a different role during this transition, that's okay too. We're very attached to this earthly life. I am attached to this earthly life. It's a great ride to be on. But I think ultimately, our soul has been around the block a lot of times by now. And if you are a beacon, if you know that you are in that role, your soul has been around the block a lot of times. And some souls just haven't experienced as much yet. They haven't had the opportunity to see how tyranny and darkness manifests in a population. They feel very confused by times of revelation. And so when you're wondering how to be with Apocalypse, then you have to consider this scenario because it's going to be reality for you very soon if it isn't already. I think if you are a way-shower, at least this is my experience, the responsibility that you have is to speak to people and show people what they are able to see. And so a lot of us, we can be in the position of being frustrated with our family and loved ones. Because they seem to have committed to, uh, well, maybe from my perspective, it's like, oh, they have committed to going down with the ship, and I love them too much to accept that. That is a hard position to be in. But we need to find peace with the fact that our souls incarnated for a particular purpose. And your soul's purpose may be very different to the purpose of the people that you love. If you are lucky, or shall we say, if you designed your life well, maybe it is pretty unified experience throughout your family. Maybe, I don't know if this is about design or if it's about luck or about something else, but I can say to you that I am incredibly blessed to be in an intimate relationship where we see things the same it makes things a lot easier but it's just clear that uh, as the one with the brightest light in the dark of night we will uh, need to introduce people gradually to what is being revealed i think this is going to be quite a yeah, it's quite a balancing act, like just having a Facebook profile where family members and you know neighbors from when you were little and your primary school buddies and whoever is there, ex-colleagues, so on and so forth all of them will be seeing what you're writing and it can be kind of cringy when you realize how imprecise the targeting is for a platform like Facebook but nevertheless, you know you. You have to move out there and deal with the chaos that can sometimes ensue as people receive information that they are not ready to receive. (sighs) I think for you though, the most important thing is to trust yourself and to trust what you see And to course correct and calibrate when it is clear that you're a little bit off. But these are not normal times. At all. These are times of apocalypse. Shit's getting revealed. And it's your responsibility to take in what is being revealed if you are going to be the beacon in the dark of night. You are the person on the vanguard that takes in what is being revealed and then you disseminate it, written or spoken, maybe you record videos. You disseminate it to people at varying levels of intensity. That's your job. That's my job. Just take this podcast here. I'm taking it for granted that you are listening because you have chosen, because you have... Because you are the target audience for the message. And the people that cannot take it, they will stop listening. And the people who want more, they will keep listening. And we just have to be courageous. Because somebody needs to hold the flame. Somebody needs to hold the torch that reveals. Somebody needs to be responsible for holding a kind of center for being a psychopomp, a guide through the underworld. And it can be you, and it can be you, and me, and us, and more and more people whose souls have decided to have this experience. Whatever role we have, the most important thing is to love as deeply as we can and to forgive and to serve and to allow ourselves to be guided by God, by Christ consciousness, like we spoke about last time. And if it sounds like I have become increasingly biblical lately, well, I guess that's true. And I'd say that whoever wrote the Bible, if it was divinely inspired or otherwise, seems to have had the eye of prophetic seeing. I even went through with my partner the Mary Magdalene manuscript, which is supposed to be the channeled message of Mary Magdalene, and supposedly she was in a tantric relationship with. Jesus Christ, and she helped him develop his car body, his energy body, so that he would be able to uh, bridge the world of the living and the dead. And even there, there was this message that we're coming towards the end of time. And so this message is everywhere. Indigenous predictions, prophecies... And you just have to get to the point where you're like, yeah, there's more between heaven and earth than what we learn in universities about rationality. People have been seeing things, and now we are right in the middle of it. And what a privilege. What a wonderful thing. Intense and scary as it might be, imagine being born in times like this. Imagine how boring it was for other people not going through this. We get to be here for this. How crazy. How crazy. For actual end of an era, start of a new epoch. Apocalypse. For actual biblical shit, predictions, prophecies kind of shit. That's crazy wild. That's so cool. And scary. And intense. And it is what it is. And we can do it. And yeah, I think that's enough. Let's return to nature and wrap this up. My fingers are starting to get cold. Now, I don't know about you. If it feels exciting or scary or just damn crazy what I'm saying. But, you know, it's... It's been quite a ride this last year with you, with me on this podcast. You know how much I have changed my perspective on what is happening in the world over this time. And you don't have to feel similarly to me. But here is how I feel about it. That in times of revelation, it is my goddamn responsibility to see and integrate what is being revealed and to change who I am and how I am in the world as a result. And it's been a ride to do that with you in a public way. And maybe there will be people that listen to this and go like, oh my God, what is he on about? What is he on about? And that's fine. That's fine. This is the reality that I live in, and I happen to have a lot of trust in it. A lot of trust. And I learned a lot over this... Uh, roughly year of these, a little bit over a year with you guys. I think I will be doing one, maybe two more podcasts. But, it is getting to the end. And, uh, It has been a great privilege. The, um podcast remained a fairly intimate podcast and for the most part I'm happy about that because this coming out process has been humbling for me scary and I don't know that I wanted thousands and thousands and thousands of you guys to be listening so I've had hundreds of you listening but not thousands and that has been that has been great has been great and I'm super grateful and I hope you will join me for another one or two podcasts before we wrap it up. And right now I'm just walking over the spine of this do you say spine in English? Like the sharp part of the hill and I am very happy to see this beautiful, beautiful nature and weather around me. I am very peaceful, actually, very peaceful. I don't know. Maybe it's a kind of a trust in what is happening. I do have trust. So let us trust, let us pray, and let's enjoy the ride. Because in only a year or two from now, we will live in a world where everything has been revealed, or most things at the very least, where all of the fucking shite that is being revealed has been purged, and where we get to start a new chapter. And I don't doubt this for a moment, that in only one or two years from now, roughly that timeline, we are going to be celebrating that humanity has finally graduated and become true adults that take care of our planet, of each other, that are sovereign beings, that take responsibility for our health, our education, our lives, that are deeply, deeply connected to our genius and to God. This is for us to experience in our lifetime. My heart is just beaming with joy. And the tiny, 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 tiny chance that it will go south, it's up to you. It's up to us. We get to choose. It's a magnificent thing, I think. What a graduation. What a graduation. And as I sink into the snow here and look at all of the animals, deer and birds, probably a hare or a fox as well, that have been walking here before me today, well, I'm happy and grateful that you chose to join me for another Walking with the Archetypes, and I will see you again next Friday. Thank you for joining me in this week's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you are invited to come walk with me next Friday when we will take another deep dive into the archetypal realms. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to masculineos.com for a comprehensive free guide.